0: You're listening to today's episode, where the subject of discussion is the 1970s cat and mouse chase for an infamous murderer. Many accounts have been written about the dark and twisted life of Charles Sabraj. but in the latest BBC One and Netflix produced series, Serpent, they wanted to highlight the case that Herman Knittenberg and his wife, Angela, put together in order to finally catch the dude. So in the first episode, do you feel that you got a good sense of who this serial killing psychopath is? Yes or no? Yeah. I mean... Okay. Just yes or no? Would you mind if we do a recap promo for anyone who didn't see the episode? Yeah, I can. Great, so Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna set up the music.
1: So the show follows Charles Sobrage and his wife Marie, and they are basically successful con men. And throughout the episode, we see that they go to different places and try to get people to sell rocks, basically crystals. Along the way, they meet two people, Wim and Lena, and their main uh, goal is to try and get them to sell rocks as well because they feel like they can make more money, and that's the whole entire point. They try to bribe them. Uh, they basically say that they're friends and that they want to make them very, very successful. Along the way, we have Herman. Uh, this is four months later, and we see that he's investigating um Wim and Lena's disappearance and he's wanting to see kind of what's going on. Uh then we are also met with another character named Teresa. Teresa wants to be a nun. Now this all takes place um by the very end at a party where uh, Charles sees that Teresa has a ton of money for this monastery that she has to give so in the end they kill Teresa they also kill um, Wim and Lena which was a huge surprise uh, because basically they feel like they've seen too much and they want to seal their identities which was something that, happened very similarly in the beginning with another man who we didn't get the name of but we saw that charles basically stole his passport and was able to make it to hong kong and all these different business places for business ventures um and herman gets the information by the end that wim and lena
0: are dead that's that's it okay so this all takes place in 1975 right yeah and Charles Sabraj, do you get any backstory with where he came from, what his deal was, uh, any really. countries that he had been visiting before uh, Thailand?
1: Well, we uh, like I said, we see him fly different places such as Hong Kong and Bangkok, but we don't actually get any backflashes as to who he was. We are, I think, supposed to kind of just get
0: from who he is and the actions he takes during the episodes who his character is. All right, so let's let's just try to bring us back to 1975. Do you know what came out? in 1975 you had things like rubik's cubes you had things like mood rings <laughs> and who wears mood rings well hippies right yeah hippies do and most of the murders that charles Sabrage is accused and pretty surely had done um was on the hippie trail
1: yeah and i would say that when he's also named william in the episode is kind of like a hippie but he's not to the max he just but like he looks like one the I
0: stereotypical guess. hippie that you'd think of well yeah, the thing about hair. a lot of the the hippie trail was that it took place between the middle east asia and europe and it kind of got shut down when Iran had uh, some war and, uh, <laughs> and the Middle East kind of broke down as far as where you could just travel right. freely. Yeah. But back then, before credit cards, people would just travel with a load of cash and Charles Sabraj would be pretty adept at being able to pin people who he thought would have enough money to, uh, right,
1: and, and come to think of it, to steal from yeah. Teresa is is kind of also a hippie in this episode, and again, that's where we see that she has a ton of checks for the
0: monastery. And Teresa and the wind and and most of the people you were talking about, they're based on real people. They they may share the exact same names with the victims, but some of the victims' names have been changed. It starts off with that. It's like yeah, some of the could you tell it was a, a real story? Uh, I probably
1: couldn't have if they didn't say it was at the beginning.
0: They told you at the beginning. Now, how did they do that?
1: they it's text and then they show you an interview with the actual charles sobrage where it makes it he makes it seem like he did murder the people like the reporters asking him like did you do it because you're clear now it doesn't really matter and he's like maybe i did maybe i didn't but the courts decided that i didn't
0: and so they use real footage of the guy
1: yeah that's the only real footage we get from him and did it look
0: like the younger version of him? yeah for the most part the character who, who was played by uh Tahar Rahim, who was accused of being a terrorist in the Mauritanian. Oh, okay, I thought that you were just going to say he was accused of being a terrorist oh, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> no. And how many people did you say were exterminated in this episode? Uh, three. How about exterminated? From Doctor like, Who? From Doctor Who. Yeah, because the saying, person who yeah, plays Marie, yeah. Andre Leclerc. And I don't know if they're married. Um, they at realize? least in 1975 and oh, 1976. No, yeah. uh, Charles Abraj was actually married to someone else named Chantel in the early or late 60s we
1: didn't get we don't get any information i on know that.
0: it's so strange they decided to start his criminal like endeavors to start describing his was thing. it midway through what, what do you well, mean? like midway through when he was committing crimes because it seemed like
1: almost this was a motorcycle. This, club. The nineteen
0: seventy five and nineteen seventy six is when he went on his like murder spree.
1: It seemed like he had a system. Like he has a henchman who does a lot of things for him, and the henchman is very um, charismatic. His name it? is Aj 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 yeah. Shoud- Shoudbury or whatever. I think his name. Yeah, is. Yeah, th- th- we only get the first name of him.
0: And is he in the beginning of the episode? Like, or do you do you see him being introduced with the crowd? Yeah,
1: basically. Like the, it starts off with a party, and you see that Aj already. He, like throughout the whole entire episode, he has two girls by his side the whole time different mm-hmm. like he always has their arms around them and he's the one who's able to convince william and uh lena to basically come to where uh charles is living and where it's huge it's a huge apartment It it's like, like a complex right? yeah yeah and it's because like a villa they were going to go on a cruise and ajay was able to kind of persuade it's them in bangkok. bangkok right yeah when they when they traveled back from bangkok because again they met in hong kong um, so what about this cruise that, that's where William and Lena were going to go originally until Ajay was like, no, 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 you don't want to go there. We, you're friends with Charles. That means that you're friends with basically this whole entire city and is able to bring him to this big apartment complex. Okay. But uh, we also see later on in the episode when um Charles meets Teresa, that Charles has another person who's kind of working for him, but it seems like he's almost like uh, the lowest of the low. Like he has to kind of clean the dishes whenever there's like dishes in the sinks, for example. He's and, a prospect. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, that's the word I was looking for, yes And, and like Sons of Anarchy Mind and C. And I thought that they did something really smart with him because later on in the episode, what they do is they bring Teresa to a nightclub, they drug her, and that's how they end up killing her for the money but we also see that um, Teresa kind of is going to have sex with this guy until uh, kind of Charles brings him away from that and it's like you have to do all these other things first and the guy's really sad about it and i at first i was like oh that's because he's not going to get laid but then i think it's also because he knew on some level that she was going to die and i was like oh that's smartly played once i saw that she was drugged and and so you know, who, who felt, was going
0: to have sex with her just real
1: like the prospect of Charles oh so he didn't want them to get too connected right, with each yeah, other right exactly and then that's when we get Teresa, who is drunk by this point, and Charles talking about her about to become a nun. And it was sad seeing her die because she said that she wanted one more night of fun before she had to give herself away, basically. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a couple of things I want to point out. First of all, this series was created by Tom Shanklin, and he'd been working on it since 2013. Wow. And there's been plenty of biographies and movies and representations, interviews with uh, Charles Sabraj. He's still alive. He's in prison right now. It's a very... He's had a very crazy life. But Tom Shanklin didn't want to... Uh, glorify it. He didn't want to make it seem like, he didn't want to create like a, not a martyr situation, but something where people would follow him more than he's yeah, already followed. No, and
1: and they, they did a good job of, even though they do try to make him very manipulative and very powerful, they do yeah. a good job of not like giving him any sympathy. Like, for example, he speaks to Ajay when they have Teresa in the car, and he's like, I've never been caught, and he gives a full story about how he killed someone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is in no way, shape, or form trying to, like, two sides like, they're very sure that he murdered this person, so they
0: show him in a particular way. It's also the reason why they included Herman and Angela's investigation as such a pinpoint to the show
1: yeah that was one the story i felt like kind of slowed down and i feel like it was supposed to well a majority uh, of the story that they got in the
0: investigation facts that they have are from herman's actual notes yeah and i, I wouldn't be
1: surprised because we see herman basically every single scene he's taking notes about what's happened to him and
0: lena it became sort of his life's work and the sad thing is angela and him ended up getting divorced later on oh, and sad. angela has her if you go to wikipedia This is a very very small part of her life even though she was critical to the investigation and the and her in real life have has come out and said that she doesn't think that she was adequately portrayed like it makes herman the star of the thing while they were kind of co-op uh, partners yeah, in this, she's just kind of the person who's helping. She him. does not like that. In fact, she she wasn't afraid to call out the actress and say that she just doesn't think that she was right to lay her. Not that she's a bad actress, but that it just wasn't her at the time, yeah. and that they gave Herman too much credit and not enough to her. Uh, we
1: also see that like herman's kind of working for the ambassador at this time which i felt a little odd like the first thing we well see that's is,
0: what he, the dutch embassy is where he worked and the reason he, his investigation kicked off was because of these dutch citizens which had just disappeared off the map and turned up dead or right. that he couldn't find at first right
1: and so but so he kind of goes to the ambassador and tries to get the ambassador to help but the ambassador's more interested in his wife than what uh, herman
0: is actually trying to say in and i don't i don't know how true that is. so that's that was cool yeah remember. that
1: was within in the first couple scenes of Herman's story.
0: Yeah, and he's played by a guy named Billy Howell, and I think he's gotten the most credit besides uh, Charles Sabraj's character. There, yeah. However, Charles Sabraj has come out, and there have been other people who say that his character isn't like him in... It is in the psychopath way. Like, it's showing how manipulative and evil he is but it doesn't show how good he is at tricking people like I, I, how smooth and how nice he can come across i would say like, it, it, yeah I, I kind
1: of agree with that the thing the first thing we see well you've never met him so well how no would you? I, I meant i meant <laughs> in
0: the way that people are
1: saying it for the show because the first uh when we first we when he's in a jewelry store and that's where charles kind of scopes him out and is like do, I can, do they do
0: anything with this jewelry store yeah store?
1: he's looking for a ring to marry Lena with and so what ends up happening is Charles pulls out one of those things that you look at rocks with, those uh, those close magnifying glasses, and Wim is like, is he a professional? And then his wife is like, yes. And then that's when also Charles pulls out a calculator and is like, I could probably get you it for this. And the price is way too much, so Wim decides to leave. And then Charles is like, hey friend, I can help you get the money.
0: And that's kind of the... Type of manipulation that we see in this episode. Yeah. He's, again, had this crazy. He was in and out of jail as a kid and then up into the 60s, and he would just. And then in the 70s, he would escape. Like he was really, really good at escaping. He would fake ulcers. And then one time, (laughs) he literally bought a syringe to pull his own blood and then, like, swallow his own blood to make it seem like. But then he, at one point, and this was before the show took place, he. Faked an ulcer, got himself to the hospital, and then he got uh, diagnosed with appendicitis even though he didn't have anything wrong with him. He was just like laying there in pain yeah and so they took out his appendix wow and when he woke up his wife is there chantelle at the time and they both drugged the guard using like chloroform knocked him out and then then they chloroformed (laughs) chantelle to make it seem like she was also not in on, on it and then he escaped later on he was he was found but then he did the same thing again like uh or with all the the craziness i
1: kind of do he did that twice (laughs) yeah i do kind of wish that maybe they went a little bit more in depth with how manipulative and like kind of i guess intelligent he could be yeah in terms of trying to get out of jail
0: well this is an eight episode series and it's probably concentrating on the majority of his murders and also the amount of times he drugged people, because he wouldn't just murder people. Right, again, he but, drugs Teresa. Yeah, he drugs people, and then if they don't die, then they've just been stolen well, from Well, yeah, and, and the thing is, is you asked how many people died this episode, actually
1: four people died this episode. I'm pretty sure the man at the beginning dies, because he's just like, I want to go home, and he's obviously in pain. And then women later, the last thing we see is that they're in pain as well, so obviously Charles has done something to them in order yeah, to Yeah, so he
0: would invite them back to his place in in thailand right right and then to get his squad to kind of follow him around and stuff he would act like um he was he was their friend And then he would slowly be poisoning them and they would think that they develop dysentery until they've become vulnerable enough where they depend on him to get them like food and water. And then he's like, oh, you don't have to pay me back. You don't have to pay me back. And then afterwards, they kind of become his like second in commands because they unwittingly have been uh, manipulated into trusting. And the
1: the last thing we see of Lena is literally her going to Marie and being like, just tell me what's wrong with me. Because I feel like Lena kind of knew that they had been drugging her, Mm -hmm. but, but it was so much like she was in so much pain that she just wanted to know it wasn't even about like trying to get revenge at this point or trying to get help she just wanted to know what was happening to her yeah and that's
0: kind of done a few times throughout the show mm-hmm. um, is it a limited series because i think that's what i saw Why i was uh, yeah it. i i do think it's a limited series it was first played on bbc and then they just moved it to netflix uh even though it was a co-produced um venture mm-hmm. between the two of them it's got a giant cast uh the person who plays age uh, ajay is just the fifth out of of like 20 people that are on the wikipedia i think i think that
1: really the main people charles ajay and uh and herman day good job
0: Do you think the marie character did a good job yeah i think so yeah jenna coleman who again you know from doctor who she's done plays as well i Uh, I did yeah she had to learn french for the role and this even though if you're french you can tell that she's uh, not from the area like yeah she she
1: spoke like a few lines in the episode yeah she had to learn it fast yeah
0: so she's pretty pretty strong actress and then also they got hit with covid about 70 percent right. into production and they they were traveling to these places like they actually went to bangkok and filmed really close to where the actual stuff occurred and they went to like hong kong and then also. they invited um i'm not sure about that but they did film on location for a lot of places but because they couldn't finish it they had to film a lot back in england as well and Mom. no one's giving them flack for it because they they say that like it comes across really well. Like they've been able to create the oh, sets. Oh, so, so it
1: still looks like there's a lot of people on, from the like, seventy you know, from you know. seventy
0: five and seventy six. And they even brought in Herman and uh, Angela to c- come and check look, take a look at like oh, the sets uh, yeah, and stuff. I was wondering and if they're so, going to
1: make a cameo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but when they when Angela came there and saw them at the pool, mm-hmm. she kind of had like this ah moment because yeah. they look so much like the. So, Actual versions so of they themselves. were very
1: close to authenticity in that respect. And how they looked. Yeah. Was there a pet monkey in the show? You see a monkey. That's probably one of my favorite parts. Um, when Teresa comes into the party, you see one girl holding a pet monkey for a couple seconds. Okay. That's Coco. And he'll become a bigger Coco, part of like, the episode. Uh, like mine's MC. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. And I wanted to say real quick before we move past Angela, uh, she became like a big thing at the U.N. Embassy. And so, as I was saying, her Wikipedia page barely mentions this whole trial right, yeah. after she got divorced from him. And she actually speaks six languages. And then she said she never went blonde for the... So it didn't really Yeah, in this episode,
1: her. she is blonde. And she she plays tennis. That's the first that we see of her.
0: Okay. I don't know if that part's true. Um, but then they found out their first lead because uh, Sobraj's French neighbors we uh, were convinced that there was something going on with this Elaine Gothier because that was one of the identities right, that yeah, he stole. Yeah,
1: they refer to him as Elaine a lot this episode.
0: Yeah, and you'll see that throughout the next few episodes. I think he goes by several names, but Elaine is one of the main ones. Right. And there's something very strange going on with that guy. And so at one point they they break into his apartment. I don't know if you get there the, yet.
1: Ne- yeah, no, not not nearly.
0: Okay, so I, I won't talk anymore about that. Uh, some cool facts about Sabraj is that um, Hachan Blani Gurmuk, Sabraj is his actual real name. The reason he took <laughs> Charles yeah. was because he was teased in school, but he could do a Charlie Chaplin impression. So he chose That's Charles. That's such a
1: strange fact. Also, yeah. today's
0: his birthday, April 6th. How old is he? Uh, 1944, so do the math. That would be uh seventy seven. Yeah, and uh, the thing about his prison sentences uh, is that when he goes to prison, he usually becomes very well treated, like he is a cushy, cushy Uh, prison. Like a tennis court. Because he like sometimes he pays people off. Most of the time, he pays people off, and he has enough connections where he's like swallowed gemstones before, and so he has it real nice in prison. In fact, one time he was arrested in one country. And stayed decided to stay in prison, in fact, did a crime in that prison to stay there longer so that the uh, another country he was wanted in and would have been extradited to once his prison sentence would up, wouldn't get a hold of him until (laughs) after the after the kind of things had quelled down, and they didn't want him there. Yeah,
1: again, it seems like I I had no problem with the episode, but it seems like with just how manipulative this guy could be, I wish they kind of did more mind tricks on how he was able to trick people, because you really only get Teresa this episode, which was pretty fast. That was probably one of my biggest problems with the episode. Teresa was thrown in there, like, I guess 15 to 20 minutes into the episode, and it didn't seem like she served a significant purpose. And again, we only see really him manipulating Wim and Lena for this episode Cab
0: driver in this episode, maybe because he did kill a cab driver. I think that was his first. Kill. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they showed that. And I, there's been some criticism about the back flashes and forward
1: flashes. Was that confusing at all? It wasn't confusing, but I did kind of feel like there was something missing with them. They they do this thing where you see the Chiron text. It like flips like a calendar, basically to four months later. And I felt like there was an easier way they could have at least shown what was going on. But I feel like they were kind of going with the true detective thing, where it was like this is what's happening in the past
0: and future of the cases. So it's kind of biographical. Could it have been straightforward, just right through an order of events? Well, I don't think so, because you don't see,
1: like Charles, you do see just straight through what's going on, but then you get um, kind of, uh, what's Herman's name? And he's... Knippenberg? Yeah, Herman Knippenberg. And his story is four months later, and then you see what's happening straight through there. So there is a reason why... Did you see the bodies in this episode? uh no not not because Actually, called... you don't
0: see one dead body this episode you just know they're dead <laughs> okay and did they ever refer to him as a certain de- like did they ever say oh we're trying to chase the serpent or we're trying to get the bikini killer or not whatever from, yeah called? not from this episode i don't think yeah he's also known as the splitting killer uh apparently jk rowling based the slytherin uh, wow. person no i'm just that's, uh, well, that's wh- why do you say that stuff man <laughs> yeah but he was also called the bikini bikini killer because he would sometimes just put the bodies in water and they would be found in their swimsuits
1: yeah yeah again, again herman's just trying to figure out what's going on he doesn't know that the people are dead yet so i'm sure that later on this episode or the series we're going to see charles probably be referred to the bikini killer and the other names
0: there was also uh, a jewelry store theft that went wrong earlier in his career that i don't think he murdered the guy but the guy got loose after they'd stolen the stuff mm-hmm. from the jewelry store the manager and so he had to ditch all the gems in an airport and then just go <laughs> on the run because the guy had escaped his bonds and then called the police so it, so yeah he just so left them all in a bag in the airport
1: maybe that jewelry store that we see him in in the beginning yeah like episode a nice it. yeah not or it, maybe it comes back into play later on i don't know yeah when they should you said they show flashbacks right
0: they might, but
1: it didn't sound like they were giving you much context to his
0: his growth as a kid.
1: Yeah, they just kind of showed you how he went about
0: doing business. Could you tell what race he was? No, not really. He's half Vietnamese, and like the his whole vibe was that he could disguise himself as kind of any.
1: Yeah, in fact, when he's like making the passport, he see, he has a ton of different pictures of mm-hmm. himself. Um, trying to figure out which one to use that best fits.
0: Yeah, and did he have any remorse? No, not yeah, complete psychopath. Yeah. And so have you heard of the Son of Sam Laws? No, I have not. Okay, so the Son of Sam Laws came into effect when the Son of Sam killer was trying they didn't the US didn't want people to be making money off the crimes they committed. Right. So they passed them basically so that people couldn't pay these these guys, these serial killers, directly for using their imagery in movies and such. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't exist outside the US. So Sabraj has made a career millions and millions of dollars thousands of dollars to just wow. talk to him in interviews uh,
1: that's probably what one that's probably the interview that I saw the, the very beginning probably dealt with
0: that well that was in the 90s it was in the 2000s i think it, it may have been Guillermo del Toro i know he was trying to make a movie about Sabraj, but it may have been a different i think it was actually a different one that was in an in an, in an, in an an international movie that was going to that paid him 12 million dollars Um, So that
1: explains why he's been able to have such a nice, like, life in prison, basically.
0: uh, Not really. Again, he can manipulate himself out of everywhere. Like, he was on trial somewhere to get life in prison, and he ended up getting 12 years. (laughs) and they think they paid it that he paid someone off or he was able to eventually pay someone off well yeah i feel like he did that too but but there's no way of proving it right so that's how he originally got out of prison the second time he got into prison because he was a free man up until 2005 was he went back to a country where he was recognized and then he thought the charges had been dropped but they reinstated the charges once they realized (laughs) he was there and just arrested him at the casino Wow. So but he's yeah. still living a cushy life this, in, his, yeah, in his prison. Yeah, because the guy is insane. And then also in India, he's kind of used as their, um, this guy will get you if you act poorly. Yeah, or something. I, I was wondering. He's like a he, boogeyman. I was wondering if he was Indian. Oh, so he's
1: almost like Krampus on Halloween? Uh, I, I guess. the Krampus isn't the real person. Well, yeah, but like, like, what do you mean by Krampus? Krampus is
0: also for Christmas.
1: Well, I was just saying, like, what okay. do you mean by
0: boogeyman in India? Like, it's the serial killer's going to come get you if you don't eat your vegetables or something. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, or if okay. you're just walking about. And Herman <laughs> has been interviewed on TV for some of the first times. and Like, he, he hadn't done that the before. The actual Herman. Yeah. And he's an old man now. But he was talking about how he still feels like travelers who aren't wary are vulnerable to attacks from people Uh, who are just not concerned about lives at
1: all it's very true yeah this is definitely also kind of like a cautionary tale almost (laughs) yeah
0: so i think that's what they want you to take from it it's hard to talk in this episode because there's so much in this guy's life which i think i've touched upon um and just so many stories to tell versus talking about the television show and how it's been made so the guy, the Tom Shanklin, had already done a the Jack the Ripper series. Mm-hmm. So he's completely familiar with this killer aspect to it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it felt uh, the tone was on? I was going to say,
1: yeah, the tone was done really well, I thought. You you know what's going on. Like, you know that you don't know what Charles is going to do to women, Lena, but you're pretty sure that whatever it is, it's going to be bad. But you do want to keep watching. Um, I did feel like here and there the story did drag. But overall, I would give this a positive review and say that people should watch if they're interested.
0: Mm-hmm. And as a Dutch diplomat, Herman felt like the king of the story, like the, yeah. like the good guy to root Yeah, for. he's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I wonder where they ended after eight eight episodes. Yeah, I don't know. It Any was, predictions? Well,
1: again, the first episode was a shock to me, so I have no idea where they're going with the rest of the show. So the,
0: the death at the very end was a shock to you? The Yeah, the deaths. Because okay. it, it kind of, you if, thought one person was going to die, but you didn't know the people he had yeah, been hanging out with. No, it definitely, all... yeah, it picks up
1: because you're like, oh, well, Teresa dies, that's something huge. And then it's like, no, the, like everyone that you basically... And were they all drugged
0: or were they like some of them strangled? They, they were all drugged. Okay. Because I think he did do some strangulation and then just like people on Yeah,
1: too. I think that like he, we don't see any actual him actually murdering people. So
0: hmm. there's an interesting episode in the next few that people were going really crazy about concerning a character um, that starts with a D. I won't give any more spoilers <laughs> than that.
1: I'll say I think Aj- Ajay was my favorite character just because of how. The henchman? He, yeah, because he did a good job being very like nice and he was also probably the funniest
0: one. All right. Well, I think that we've done a good job kind of flirting around the show without giving too many spoilers. Uh, Thanks for listening to this one. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.